0: how we practice. Hey, go fuck yourselves! This is Pop Culture Continuum. This is not Patrick Riccardi, and this is not John Elliott. And this week. We are doing... Pat, go for it. That was really confusing. I hope people understood. Oh, I... No. The the not meant that I was not
1: John Elliott, and you are not... uh, Or you are John Elliott, right? And I am not John Elliott. I don't know who I am right now. I'm... I am... uh, I'm every woman, really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm who every woman wants not to be around. Or wants not to be. I forget how it goes. You don't need to know.
0: I... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I contain multitudes. Don't don't try to box me in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we did Ren and Stimpy versus Adventure
0: Time. Yes, uh, we did. And uh, th- I I feel like I'm not gonna have a lot to say about this stuff. So uh, I, I'm gonna start with something because I feel like our uh, our podcast is not only there to entertain but also to give life lessons. I think you'd agree with that.
1: Wholeheartedly, yes.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's like it's like yoga without. A bunch of assholes saying namaste all the time well Um, i i say namaste often but go ahead well as i said assholes (laughs) anyway uh so you know the every year i i know i've i've probably talked to you about this before every single year i look back like on on the where i was a year ago and i'm like god damn i was a stupid idiot so which which either means i'm growing or i'm the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. But I like to think I'm growing, and uh, <clears throat> you know there there are a lot of uh... literally, like physically. No, no, I'm sh- I'm definitely shrinking physically. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, which Sorry. is which? I'm sure to begin with, so it's <laughs> it's not making me a hit with the women. <laughs> not that anything else was, um, but but you know there there are a lot of uh, a lot of things you hear throughout your life that uh, that sound you know kind of like uh cliches and platitudes and but as you get older i think you realize that they become cliches for a reason because they contain some element of truth and and one of those things is um that it's it's not worth it to have hate in your heart and i think i've i finally at whatever age i am 40 what age 43 that's how old i am um come to realize it's true. Uh, Instead of, instead of hate, you know, a lot of my life, I swear to God, this is true. I would go through, like, if I was in a bad mood, I would walk down the street and just imagine somebody stepping in front of me and starting a fight with them. Never mind the fact that I'm a huge pussy and I would totally get my ass kicked if I had (laughs) tried that. But, like, that's just dickish behavior, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, you know, road rage, being in the car, everybody was a stupid piece of shit. Um, and I mean, really in my mind, they still are stupid pieces of shit, but I don't say it out loud anymore, which I think is the American way. Well, that's, that's honorable. Um, yeah. But, but I, I would realize I'm getting, I would get angry for no reason and just, and just hate people. And it's much better to just not care. You know what I mean? Like instead of, instead of, instead of, focusing all your energy on hating somebody which does you no good just don't don't care about them it's much better so you know i'm trying to basically what i'm trying to say is that uh i'm trying to just be either apathetic or full of love you know what i mean so your message to the world is hey people be indifferent to each other be indifferent to each other it's important it it will save you a lot of energy now i mean am i full of disgust with my fellow human beings sure do i still have plenty of misguided blind rage i i think it goes without saying oh, and, of course let's not say it yeah no let's not and is there self-loathing sure but the real well, message... have
1: you considered being indifferent towards yourself?
0: I haven't attained that level of Buddha nature yet. Okay. No, I'm still far too narcissistic for that. Be- because self-loathing is a form of narcissism. I think we can agree. I th- yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. But I am trying to be more full of love and and just happiness and not let that hate get in the way of that i mean obviously there's i i'm filled with love but also a little hate because you can't have love without hate right it make no sense there's nothing to compare it to i mean is it mostly hate there probably so but But it's also mostly love at the same time i mean there's there's a tiny bit of love but so it's mostly love but mostly hate yeah i would say mostly hate um uh, forget the love, mostly okay. hate, but but that's growth, I think. I think so, too. All right, let's get into the episode. So, for uh, Ren and Stimpy, I picked it, and it was, uh, uh, for whatever reason in my mind, the most popular episode, which was Space Madness. Uh, did you watch them both? I know there were two episodes. Yes, but, I did. Or, Space I mean, was,
1: Madness... And it was kind of one episode, but one two episode with two stories. One episode with two stories, right. Space Madness and The Boy Who Cried Rat.
0: Right. And Space Madness was the one I mostly remember. The Boy Who Cried Rat, uh, not as much. hmm But, um, no, go ahead.
1: I, I thought The Boy Who Cried Rat was better as far as things go. Well, ooh-la-la. La.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh...
1: We've nope. a little different
0: rounds. <laughs> That's the only French I know is "Ooh la la, vivre la de French. Me too, uh, and, and I took it for two years. So <laughs> um, I, I remember French fries and French dressing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, better off dead. That'll be have to be one sometime. Um, yeah, so well, I I just yammered on forever. So let's hear your your thoughts on the this Ren and Stimpy.
1: I was. I haven't watched Ren and Stimpy since I was a kid or however old I was when it came out and I was I loved it. I was a little disappointed in it. It was it felt like watching it it felt like it, watching a, a cheaply made TV show that has one set and they were just changing the backgrounds of the set instead of going actually to the places and that shouldn't be for a cartoon. Well, it was and,
0: very Hanna-Barbera in that way, yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess that was cheaper, but it was also stylistically chosen I didn't like the style and on top of that the the, the backgrounds were stacked but the voices and sound effects were like kind of cheaply made too and it, it took something away from it and the humor was was a lot of bodily, hum- bodily uh, fluid functions, humor yeah. and functions and a lot of like over the top violence <clears throat> and that only goes so far and so I didn't like it as much as I re- remember liking it and uh the, especially the first episode the first episode but there was some neat stuff about that first episode the fact that they it, it's just the whole thing was kind of an episode of a TV show in the episode of the TV show
0: that was fun yeah it was met, very meta in that way and an early example of that uh, they're watching an episode of themselves in space was, yeah. was the conceit of it um, and no, it's I, funny
1: that the show came out in was it the 90s 91 91 and it, it's it was making fun of of or not. It was kind of parodying fifties, fifty stuff.
0: Yeah, a lot of a uh, a lot of shifty style uh, architecture and well drawn architecture. And, right, um, but
1: just the fact that the TV show they were watching was kind of something that ha- had not been on the air since the fifties. It wasn't something that was on the air the, that kind of science fiction TV show.
0: Well, right, and the uh, and the in the in the second uh, segment, uh, it, the neighborhood that they were in was very father's nose uh, best looking right? you know yeah um no i agree with you it wasn't it didn't it didn't hold up a, as well but i think it might some of that might also be that uh that tv trope thing you know seinfeld's not funny uh where where you, it's been done so many times since that that the original people can't see it for what it was because i, I think uh 91 is is early and and other than the Simpsons which I think started 89 um this was this was part of the the whole animation revival and this was much different than the Simpsons the Simpsons was more an animated sitcom and this this is more has more a direct line to the uh Cartoon Network Adult Swim type stuff
1: right and it's kind of it is you're right. It's a it's, it's groundbreaking and and it's a, a direct line to that stuff, but it's also a direct line from Looney Tunes, because you can oh, see totally. a lot of a lot of Looney Tunes stuff in facial reactions, and not only does it go to the the raunchy Adult Swim stuff, but you watch some of the a- animation techniques they use, and you see it in SpongeBob, like they have close-ups of the characters in Ren and Stimpy where you're seeing like pimples and stuff in their face, and they do the same funny thing on spongebob or the the stuff in them in the mouth while he's chewing that kind of joke happens on spongebob as well yeah i mean it is it's it branched off to other places so you're right and the fact that the animation i mean they're doing dirty animation on uh in like the spike and mike stuff before this but it wasn't getting on tv it wasn't yeah
0: it didn't it didn't infiltrate the culture the way ren and stimpy did and I think Ren and Stimpy was
1: probably before Be- Beavis and Butthead was on the air. It, it might not have influenced the making of it, but it probably influenced the fact that it got onto TV. I
0: I would agree with that. And and then Space Ghost I think was the same year as uh, as Beavis and Butthead. Space Ghost. Coast really? To coast. Space
1: Ghost is that old? I thought Space Ghost came well after that. That's interesting.
0: The only reason I remember is because I was in the army and uh, I had just gotten out of basic training and I was in AIT where uh, I actually had. A TV after after being in basic training, and they both uh, they both were on, and everybody was watching them. Beavis and Butthead and Space Ghost. Okay. But yeah, I, I agree a lot of like the uh, about the the bodily humor, um, really kind of juvenile. The bathtub farting. Yeah, yeah. And the the dude, uh, the announcer, who another kind of meta thing uh where the announcer in Space Madness actually comes on screen and is talking right. directly to Stimpy. Oh in the butt joke, yeah. Yeah, he just starts slapping Stimpy's head with his ass. Yeah. Um yeah, kinda dumb, but but like I said, maybe maybe groundbreaking for for animation and, and where it was gonna go. It just it's just a shame that it, it doesn't hold up. Right. Some of it doesn't
1: I think I mean no offense to your choice, but I think there are better episodes than this.
0: Jesus Christ, Pat! <laughs> Show's over. I'm well. Just let me cry for a few minutes, and you can talk. Why can't you just be indifferent? I told you I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. Namaste.
1: <laughs> but the what was is very one of the things i i always liked about Ren and Stimpy was the fake ads like they had that log that was making fun of Slink, slinky and they had a funny fake ad between the the, the between the shows in this episode with the sugar frosted
0: called? milk sugar frosted milk <laughs> but then the the ad at the end uh for yak shaving day i thought uh was trying too hard yeah it, it seemed very much just let's try to be absurd and weird and they didn't quite pull that off yeah, which which what the humor I've uh, in this, I, I felt that way kind of a few times with just you're trying too hard to be uh, different or alternative or whatever it was called back then, you know, right? Um, yeah, Space Madness. I don't know why I had that in my head is I mean, it obviously made a, an impression on me uh, when it was on originally. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't so great. And uh, we should mention, which I didn't even know until recently, that, uh, who is it, Billy West, Fry Mm -hmm. from Futurama, does the voice of uh, Stimpy.
1: Yes, he originally did the voice of both, and then the creator of the show, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but John Kay. Chris
0: Felusi, I think is how you say it. John Kay, because I'm not going to try.
1: He decided to take over for for that character, but then uh, John Kay got fired and Billy West took over for both. Even though John K. wanted Billy Russ to leave the show with him, he wouldn't. <laughs> Gotta make that sweet, sweet green. <laughs> and he's very funny. The voices are great. I mean, I don't like everything that is... Both voices are great. They're just very funny. So I'm not sure. He does... Uh, I, I can't remember who's who. Stimpy and So Stimpy is the, the fat one, and Ren is the chihuahua.
0: Is that right? Uh, No. Stimpy... Well, yeah, yeah, that's it exactly. So. so he did Stimpy. Who? Billy West. I'm lost. <laughs> yes, Billy West did Stimpy. Uh, now I'm, <laughs> I'm already forgetting which character's which. Ran Hoek <laughs> is the Chihuahua. An asthma Hound Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real thing? Asthma Hound Chihuahuas? I'm almost 100% sure it's not. Okay. Seems like kind of an what? asshole thing to name a breed of
1: dog. <laughs> well, I, dog breeds have kind of weird names like Shih Tzu, and well, that's that's about the only weird name I can come up with. I'm very bad at dog breeds. Like when I see a dog in the street, I don't know what kind of dog it is, so I don't. I try not to make any ethnic humor because the dog might be offended. Dogs are easily offended. I understand I,
0: that. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's that's very I smart. I stay of safe.
1: You.
0: Um, yeah, I'm the same with, uh, with car models. People will tell me they got a, I don't know, afford what the fuck. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> no idea what that means. Can you give me a ride? That's all that matters. Just, give me a ride to the methadone clinic, please. <laughs>
1: I didn't know you had an addiction. I will.
0: Oh, I don't. I just like to hang out there. I like the people. <laughs> it's a good place to people watch. <laughs> walking into walls and (laughs) yeah so the uh yeah space madness really didn't didn't stand out uh for me but you said you liked the second episode better which i don't even have the the title written down uh the boy who cried rat boy who cried rat which was about uh ren and stimpy are are poor and need to make some money so they can eat because at the beginning they're eating a a can and a smelly sock (laughs) So uh, their idea is for Ren to pretend to be a mouse in somebody's house, and Stimpy will come and offer his services to exterminate the mouse. And uh, the the father of the household gives him five dollars, and then he they actually make him eat Stimpy,
1: which is a very funny. That's a really good scene. Scene with him in the, in the mouth, and the the, the mother and father, or the husband and wife, trying to force or get him to swallow the swallow is very funny and it kind of tom and jerry ish well the whole idea is tom and jerry but the fact that they just the entire show they're just showing the the people's legs was was something from tom and jerry well
0: yeah i thought it was i thought it was kind of a, a parody or an homage to tom and, uh, tom and jerry yeah yeah no, for sure that that seemed kind of obvious to me um sorry sorry i mentioned it Man, this is kind of a prickly episode. <laughs> By which I mean you're being a prick. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, no, yeah. I uh I definitely that uh him eating Simpy was was the highlight of the the whole thing for me.
1: Yeah, there was there's there's lo- all sorts of fun gags, but especially the showing of his teeth where his te- he has a he has gold a-, crown, a wooden crown with a nail in it. Really yeah, really
0: a big wooden plank as one of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it ended with the yak shaving day holiday, which was, like I said, just very seemed very forced to me. The humor in that.
1: So I was reading a little bit about Ren and Stimpy, and it uh, he had, John K. created them in college, as I forget what they were, but he he had the designs. Ren Stimpy came from a uh, an episode of Looney Tunes where uh Tweety, Tweety Bird had like something happened and got big noses and that's how he got the design for that. And this Ren and Stimpy were he had ideas that he sent to Nickelodeon where he wanted a, a live action show to introduce cartoons. And there's all different ideas for the cartoons and one of the small ideas, the live action people were gonna have a dog and cat and it was going to be Ren and Stimpy. And that's the only thing the Nickelodeon people liked. So that's why the show got bought was because of the rent I mean, the show didn't get bought, but he said they were they were told here we liked these characters, create a show around them. So that's kind of neat. And then in like eight years ago, I guess, they brought him back <clears throat> Ren and Stimpy to TNT or Spike Network. Yes,
0: I'd it, heard about that, yeah. I heard sounded, it was
1: horrible. Yeah, it sounded terrible. It was there, was there there it was uncensored and in the terrible bad ways the uncensored it, from what I read, so yeah, don't watch that, people. Well, I might be wrong. Go watch it. Who cares? Yeah. You, what do we care how them? you
0: live your lives?
1: Yeah. But it sounds like it's not something I'm gonna seek out.
0: No, I I'd heard really bad things about. Was John Kay involved with that? Yes, he was intimately involved with that. Well, I mean, I've heard things about him that he's kind of a, a, a an asshole, um, but but nothing really specific. I I, I don't know. I think he's. He's very uh, nerdy and and kind of thinks like most animation is shit and talks a lot of crap about other uh, cartoon shows and stuff. Man, so maybe that's the extent of it. I don't really know. It's it's hard. Like I-, I googled him, and it, but it was hard to find in, uh, anything specific.
1: He kinda, it kind of—it sounds like he kind of—he kind of got a raw deal with Ren and Stimpy, but he also kind of deserved what he got. Brought it Same. on
0: himself, yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the episodes were late. He blamed—he blamed, he blamed Nickelodeon, and they blamed him. So he got fired, and the show went on without him for two or three years. But
0: so it was like a Community type thing. Although Dan Harmon is coming back to Community,
1: yeah. apparently,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about him. Who would
1: have expected Community to last another season? I was sure it was the death knell. I
0: I thought it was dead. Yeah. I thought they were just trying to get the, uh, enough episodes for syndication.
1: Yeah. yeah, And now it's coming back. So it's exciting.
0: Yeah, no, I'm glad. I mean, it, it was weird that the episode or the, the season, uh, without Dan Harmon was the one that brought it back, but yeah. And it was, it was not great, but
1: it wasn't as terrible as people made it out to be. I enjoyed it.
0: It got better as it went on. Yeah, definitely. I think the first few episodes were pretty weak and seemed almost like, uh, like fan fiction of community, but then, then they got their legs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Oh Jesus. I was going to, I actually, I wasn't going to mention, I just thought of it when I was looking up John Chris Feluci, uh, and trying to find, you know, some of, some of the, uh, controversy surrounding him and his, his opinions, uh, there wasn't much and but I ended up at uh what is it called? Encyclopedia Dramatica. Do you know that site? <laughs> yeah. Where they're just they're just cocks uh yeah. talking shit about everything and, and using a lot of racial racial and homophobic slurs and stuff in the writing. But I, I was reading it and I clicked on one link and it took me to something that I had avoided until now and had never actually wanted to see, which was uh I don't know how you pronounce this dude. Goatsy. Oh, you, you've gone this long without seeing that? I don't fucking want to know that shit, dude. I don't know what a Dirty Sanchez or a Rusty Trombone is. I mean, I, I can use my imagination, but you know, that's that shit I don't really want in my head. Um, I don't but know the, what Two Girls One Cup is. Please don't tell me.
1: Do you know what Lemon Party is? Nope. Well, you know, you can Google all this stuff to find out.
0: Uh, dude. I told you, I'm trying to get rid of the bad shit in my head. So what made you click on something you knew you didn't want to click on? No, no, no. It was, the wording to the link was totally innocuous. Oh, okay. It, and then did, did you actually see the actual image of ghost? I, I fucking saw it, dude, and I can't okay. get it out of my head. If you're listening and you don't know what it is, don't Google it. <laughs> Do not.
1: Uh, yeah, anyway. don't. So, you I know. had a tattooed on my
0: left shoulder uh, well as as you should <laughs> i think uh I think it's important to uh let people know where you stand. that's what tattoos are all about, right <laughs> There's certainly not any kind of of fashion statement that is very shallow or <laughs> actually no that's not fair. I was thinking of uh getting a tattoo um as soon as I find out what the uh, Chinese character for hipster fat is, I think I might do that. <laughs> oh, we uh, alienated what we was to, left of our used audience. Used to like this show. <laughs> it's it's a joke. I, I told you, I'm I'm filling my heart with love. All oh, right, the love of, of uh, or not? I thought you were filling your heart with indifference. I'm trying to fill it with indifference. I mean okay. that that's the goal. Love, you know, that's the first stage. I think once you get to indifference, <laughs> you've
1: Mostly love and mostly hate, but mostly indifference.
0: Yeah, that that's. I think that's a fair assessment
1: of, okay, good. of what I've achieved. <laughs> um, I don't actually have that tattoo,
0: so. Oh, I'm so disappointed, Pat.
1: I was going to do a nice shout out to the tattoo artist that did it, but I don't know any tattoo artists anymore.
0: Well, I mean, I think you could probably say something like Spike and <laughs> it would work. People would buy it. Ratzo. <laughs> that was a popular movie I think people probably named their kids after him
1: that's yeah that's the 70s movie people watch and say let's, let's name our kids after this character after
0: the gay John uh, hooker he was a prostitute was he a prostitute? I actually never saw the movie oh okay no spoilers i've seen the seinfeld episode (laughs) It's a good movie yeah that's what i hear i mean controversial because it was rated x i think when it was first released
1: i who knows i just i guess it's because there was a a male prostitute in the movie but yeah who knows why there's a funny scene in that where
0: oh what's what's the guys uh, john uh, void or dustin hoffman john void
1: john void uh had spent time with an older woman and he expected to get paid and she was all pissed off. It was,
0: it's a funny scene. Uh, that's older women for you. <laughs> uh, uh, we've all been there. <laughs> well, uh, all right. You want to move on to uh adventure time? This was your choice adventure time, which I had not seen before.
1: Sure. We did adventure time two episodes. I picked two. it sort of, there was one I was looking for and it might've been in a different season. So I didn't pick that, but I picked two ones that were pretty fun. Trouble in Lumpy Space and Evicted.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, so, sure. Why, why you... do any work to find the one you, you really like when it's much easier to just look at season one? and?
1: Well, Netflix only had season one. I want to make it as easy as possible yeah, for us to true. watch. But uh, what did you think of the show in general?
0: I liked it. Um, it. It's part of the Adult Swim block, I assume. Yeah. No, it's a kid's show. Oh, it's an actual kid show. It's mm-hmm. funny because uh, my girlfriend Viv told me uh, she was babysitting uh, her nephew, and uh, and they were going through whatever on demand or something at their house, and and that came up, and and uh, she said, "Oh, Adventure Time," and he was like, "No, I don't like that. That's stupid."
1: <laughs> well, he's stupid. <laughs> no
0: offense. None taken. <laughs> I mean, he is. No, I can't. I can't say that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, he's actually he's actually smart, but I that's what I'm I'm saying. Like I I don't think it's really a kids show. Like it's a kids show. Maybe the way Looney Tunes was a kids show, where a lot of the humor is over kids' heads.
1: Well, kids like. I mean, uh, I, I first found out about it from a friend whose kid like turned him onto it. His kid really likes it, and my niece loves loves it a lot. So some kids do like it.
0: Well, like, it's it's like SpongeBob. It's got uh. Yeah, yeah Sp- I could see eleven and twelve. He's he's much younger than that. So.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you'd have to be at least eight or nine to to get into it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's like SpongeBob in that it's got that uh, really absurd humor.
1: Yeah, I think SpongeBob kind of is another good show for both both for kids and older people because of the absurdity. But but SpongeBob does, I think it, it uh, little kids will like it more because it's less complicated.
0: Yes, definitely less complicated than Adventure Time. Um, yeah, uh, what was the first one? The Lumpy
1: Trouble in Lumpy Space. The the episode is uh, I forget her name. The uh, Princess Lump Princess Lumpy Space, or I can't remember her name. But she bites she bites Jake, and he starts b- turning into a lumpy person. So they have to go to, to go to Lumpy Space to get the antidote. To wait, turn wait, in...
0: wait, wait. We got back up. We should explain. Jake is a dog. And Finn is a human. Finn is his, yeah, friend, a human. Right. Yes. Uh, The Lumpy Space Princess, that was her name, yeah. Lumpy Space Princess, Just look like kind of a weird cloud, a purple cloud, and talk like a valley girl.
1: Right, and the person who does the voice for Lumpy Space Princess is the creator of the show, Pimpledon Ward.
0: Yes, like Bob's Burgers, uh, it's it's, uh, supposedly a female character voiced by a male. (laughs) Um,
1: But the fun thing about the show is that... uh, like this is the second episode of the show, and they kind of put you in there as if you know everything, but they've never explained anything.
0: No, I like that a lot. Yeah, you're. There's, there's no. Uh, I mean, I guess it's got its own internal logic, but uh, it's there's no external logic if, if that's a way to say it. it's not. It's not explained to you. You're just dumped in this uh, world, this kind of uh, yeah, and funhouse world.
1: They do explain it as they go on, so it's they dump you in there and it's really confusing. But as you watch it, you say, "Oh, that's that's what that means and that's what that means." So it's
0: it's it's I think it's neat that way. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you first watch it, it's like it reminded me of like some fever dream or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Uh, <laughs> but but perhaps they were making it up as they went along. I mean, obviously, obviously there were drugs involved in the writing in this show <laughs> and um, the animating. I don't know if that's obvious. It seemed obvious to me. But I, I,
1: I kind of think that uh, when you go to animation school, that like the, the first class is here's where you get your pens and the second class is here's where you get your drugs.
0: So you might be right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think heavy drugs, but I would imagine the, uh, the writers partake of marijuana on occasion
1: perhaps yeah. I did read that one of the the they created the show and the guys who make the show were big into Dungeons and Dragons. That's but, not surprising at all. But after the show started, they didn't have time to play it. So instead of playing it, they kind of took their creative energy that they would use for Dungeons and Dragons and put it into the show.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, and you know, that's the that's the age-old story, isn't it? Because once you actually get a girlfriend or a real job, you don't have time for Dungeons and Dragons anymore.
1: <laughs> At least they still get to play it
0: a little bit, a little in in their heads. Yeah, I mean, when when you have to go out and deal with real people on the level of actual reality, it it uh, <laughs> it cuts into your uh, fantasy time a bit. But this oh, is...
1: we lost all the hipsters. Now we lost all the geeks. I don't know who's gonna.
0: Who's gonna listen anymore? I think I think your uh, your smooth voice is is <laughs> enticing them back. <laughs> I don't think they they need much beyond that. Your your hypnotic tones just kind of lull them into a, a sense of uh, second childhood, where they feel safe, and and uh, it doesn't really matter so much what we say. We've been telling them to go fuck themselves for twelve episodes <laughs> now. Is this the twelfth episode? Yeah, and Paul S. Tompkins still hasn't appeared, so I consider it our whole endeavor a failure. <laughs> I, I considered it a failure from the start. Well, so did I, but I, I'm trying to, you know, go with the indifference thing. Oh, uh, by the way, people should uh, subscribe and rate us highly. Please rate us highly. Um, I'm all this assholishness you hear from me is uh, done in the service of humor. I I realize as I say it, it's probably not very funny whatsoever, but really, we love you. <laughs> we're we we're indifferent towards you. We don't hate you, we, yes. That's what we should if, say. We, we would
1: appreciate high high ratings and like us on Facebook and write to us and give us ideas on what, what shows. The last idea we were given was to talk about Sanford and Son, which we will do.
0: Yeah, we, we certainly will. Um, it's kind of only half an idea, but you know, you take what you get. <laughs> yeah, half is... <laughs> Better, it's better than, than zero. the rest of you have done. <laughs> yes, much, hundred times better. Yeah, and and as I said before, if you would like to appear on the show, if you've got an idea, if you've got a Skype account and a uh, cheap Radio Shack microphone, you're you're totally welcome. We we welcome it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so back to uh, Adventure, Adventure Time,
1: time. and uh, Trouble in Lumpy Space.
0: It was it's trippy for sure, and. F- and very funny. Yeah, lumpy space is like a big uh, cloud world, and there's a. They have to go get the antidote from some people at Makeout Point, right? Basically. Yeah. And there's a prom. I no, I really liked it. I I really liked. And then the Style the, of humor. Yeah, and when
1: when you become lumpy, you become a, a kind of an ass. Yeah, it's you just...
0: turn you turn into a a very dumb valley girl. A right, speaking right. Person, yes. <laughs>
1: and the voice they use for that, the lumpies, is funny. It, it's just whatever they say, it, it kind of cracks me up.
0: Me too. And it's it's almost uh, it's almost indecipherable. Yeah, um, <laughs> a, a lot of it because it's done. Uh, it, they go for maximum uh, stupidity in the in the <laughs> voice acting, which is <clears throat> which was great.
1: And the second episode or second show we did was Evicted, where uh, Finn and Jake are telling kind of scary stories before bedtime and then the scary stories they told c- almost comes true when a vampire comes to a
0: victim from their house yes and- Marceline the vampire uh, which he had yeah he had just been telling a story about vampires and and then uh, they're getting a little freaked out and then she shows up
1: and what I liked about this episode is that all this all the songs that were used and, and there was just- a
0: great song in the middle when they were moving <laughs>
1: yeah, which the the song that, the just uh just describes exactly what was going on on the screen and this funny trippy stuff is going on. Like at, at one point they go into a, I think it's a seashell, and they get in there and a monster comes out and the monster turns out to be a tiger in a monster outfit and he comes out of the t- out of the outfit and he just throws flowers in the air when they leave. It's
0: <laughs> it's that yeah it's that kind of show, um, and <laughs> I like the animation. It's very uh uh prim- primitivist um i mean self consciously so i think i think obviously um but i like the the movement like the you know like when they dance and stuff, oh yeah, and it's like yeah. one of those uh things outside a a car dealership you know <laughs> with the really wavy arms and kind of like a peanuts dancing, kind of like peanuts dancing yeah but but uh funkier <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh It's, as I said, it's kind of a kid's show, but they also have adult themes, like when they're, that song about them moving out and the, in the, in the lyrics they say, and you're forced to move out by the sexy vampire. I thought that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know it was a kid's show. I assumed it was a a cartoon for adults. It, it works on that level. Right. It does. But I I
1: think it, aside from uh, Viv's nephew, I, I think kids do like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're not a if you're not a dumb little kid, I think you would enjoy this.
1: <laughs> Just not for all little kids. No offense. I hope he's not listening because I really hope he's not listening because well, you curse a lot.
0: Yeah, I hope he's not either. Uh, there go my Christmas presents from him. <laughs> you have little kids giving you presents. That's a nice deal. That's that's what the holidays all about, Pat. <laughs> Sorry. I don't really have the holiday spirit anymore. Every, I don't either. Every day is kids' day. I know my parents told me that.
1: <laughs> Except Christmas.
0: Except Christmas. Then, then it's adults' day, just like there's Mother's Day and Father's Day. <laughs> don't be ungrateful. Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. I thought that was a prayer. I'm sorry. Namaste. stay. <laughs> Ah, so, uh, so, and then the one of my favorite parts about uh adventure time is how is the absurdity, and the end of evicted was the ultimate absurdity they get. They got kicked out of their house by the vampire, and through a series of events, they find a new place, and the vampire kicks them out of that, and then they get in a fight, and they stand up to the vampire, and the vampire says, you're good guys, go back to your original place. They go back to the original place, and worms have taken over, including a gigantic god worm, and they say, get out of here, and the god worm zaps them with his eyes,
0: hypnotizes them, and forces them to hug him. (laughs) And, I mean, really, isn't, isn't that a metaphor for life?
1: Hug the worm.
0: Yeah. You just gotta hug the worm. (laughs) Hold on tight. Don't think. (laughs) Just hug the disgusting fucking creature (laughs) right in front of you. (laughs) That's how I get through my work day as well. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a very... uh, a great show and uh, much... I mean, who knows? Maybe in, you know, in 20 years, uh, we won't think this, we'll think the same thing about this as we thought about Ren and Stimpy. Like, this didn't hold up particularly well, but
1: I... I don't think so. Be, I mean, you can't tell if something might... Like, but uh, the thing about Ren and Stimpy was that the that the animation was so unnecessarily, it felt unnecessarily primitive, that that's what made me not, like, that. I didn't like that as much. But in this show the animation's really good. Like they have nice backgrounds. It's I think it's a beautifully drawn show. It's very so,
0: colorful and uh and pr- just pretty. Right, and
1: the the character designs are really interesting. And so I don't think that's going to to get old.
0: No, so, I I agree. I I mean and when I said it's a uh, primitivist, I didn't mean that as as a uh, negative. I, no, or, no. I
1: right. I, I like I, it I, I like it a lot. I I did mean it as an insult for instance, to be <laughs>
0: Yeah no yeah no I to- I totally, I agree with you on that. one rewatching Ren and Stimpy, it it, it struck me, and and just like the still shots of the faces and stuff. Um, yeah, that's another thing. That... Odd and weird, but yeah, not in was... a, not in a way where you go, oh, that's weird. That's cool. Yeah,
1: it was like there's it was like
0: there were static images. It was... Yeah, it was like laziness almost. Yeah, and
1: I I don't know maybe in the, the last twenty five thirty years or however long it's been. Well, ninety-one. I don't want to do the math, but maybe computer animation has made it cheaper to have uh, better animation. I don't know.
0: Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, for the part? record, it has been fifty-four years
1: oh. since nineteen ninety-one. Oh, that's that's good. Fifty-four years. Wow, that's that's a little bit younger than I am on my second to last birthday. <laughs>
0: You lost me, but I'm playing along. Yes, and? <laughs> so, yeah, 91 wasn't... So that's another, another one. It wasn't quite 30 years ago. So, you know, when we, when we die and St. Peter greets us at the gates of hell, he will, he will send us to purgatory for breaking one of the 12 commandments, which is, thou shalt not lie... Oh, so but I don't that, care at this point.
1: Now that we're fifty-four minutes into the show, I think it's a good time to tell everyone, just to give them a reminder. the show is about we take something in pop culture from the past, mostly thirty years ago, and we compare it to something in the present. Well stated. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and uh, I like we... to
1: mention that at the beginning of every episode.
0: Well, you know, I think. At this point, which is 54 years after 1991, people have discovered wormholes and they're listening to this kind of starting in the middle and then going backwards. Oh, that's good. Because when you discover wormholes, that, is, that <laughs> does change how you listen to things in, in linear yeah. time. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Come on, people. This is all so basic. It's the future. I don't know why we need to explain this. Yeah, uh, so, and another uh, thing, no, go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't have much more to say about Adventure Time.
0: Oh, I, well, I don't either. Uh, you should watch it. Uh, another thing that uh, that is somewhat misleading in our, in our episode titles is the verses, because we're not really necessarily pitting one against the other and only one wins. But in this case, I'd say Adventure, Adventure Time, time more, wins. Yeah. yeah, By a large margin. Yeah. And not, it's, not it, that Ren and Stimpy is without its value. No, and I think we
1: both agree that it was definitely a a product a of its time. Thing and and a product of its time, but the this specific episodes of Ren and Stimpy were especially poor. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what episode was the you fat bloated Italy, idiot cuz that's a great episode. It, in my memory.
0: Didn't he say that in this one at some point?
1: Oh, maybe. I guess they had him say that all the time. So yeah, it was he... really jarring to me when I re- I finally saw, or maybe I'd already seen it, but when I saw Maltese Falcon after seeing Ren and Stimpy and then hearing Peter Laurie say it. So watching where it came from was kind of jarring and awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, there, there are some uh, pop culture references. Like we mentioned, it, the second one was obviously Tom and Jerry. Um, there were one or two that I noticed that of course I didn't write down. So I don't even know why I'm bothering to mention it, but, it was uh, it was groundbreaking, but not essential viewing in this day and age.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Now, Billy West was Fry on Futurama, and John DiMaggio in Adventure Time plays uh, uh, Jake, and he is Bender in Futurama. So oh they, no,
0: shit! I didn't I didn't know
1: that at all. Both these uh, shows have uh, go to future. Everything goes back to Futurama.
0: Yeah, so uh, so go watch Futurama, and you can skip both these shows.
1: <laughs> no, do what you like. Just listen to our show and give us high ratings on iTunes.
0: Exactly. Do what's in your heart. <laughs> Live your dreams.
1: But I think Billy West and John DiMaggio are two good arguments for using voice actors in cartoons and not using um, stars.
0: Uh, oh, as, I you know, no, I totally agree with that. I, I I had no idea that was John DiMaggio doing doing the voice of the dog, uh, Jake, uh, and which is weird because he's got a very distinctive voice. Now uh, that you
1: know, if you watch it again, you'll you'll pick I'll up. I'll totally on pick up quickly.
0: on it. Yeah. Um,
1: but uh, I I think it's Pixar that made it happen, which is too bad. I love Pixar movies, but it, it's unfortunate that so many movies come out that it has to have a star as the lead character's the, voice. Yeah, yeah. 'Cause sometimes it works. Like Tom Hanks and uh the home uh home improvement guy were very good in Toy Story. And they really work. But he has a name, it...
0: Pat, and it's Tim Allen. <laughs> I I refuse to use fugitive names. He didn't he didn't go to jail for cocaine possession just so you could forget his God <laughs> his name. He's a convict, not a fugitive ex con, not a fugitive. I'm sorry.
1: Now I've lost that back crowd. The Tim uh, Allen
0: fans. <laughs> there there are more than you would think. Uh I've got uh, a friend at work who uh who loves Tim Allen? Even really, even his shitty. Well, I was gonna say even his shitty roles, but that kind of describes all of them, except um, for uh, Buzz Lightyear. I defer to you on that, <laughs> because I am a grown ass man and I do not watch those.
1: <laughs> You're a dumb person, and they are very good. The now, entire
0: Pixar catalog is is well done I, for all ages. I don't think anybody listening could dispute that I was a dumb person. <laughs> i i think in I think a way, many many
1: many many would dispute that you're a grown-ass man
0: though well you know what they can come over <laughs> and take a look <laughs> and at my own indifference. Oh. oh no that won't work either
1: <laughs> another thing about voice acting is uh finn is played by a, a child actor which is interesting because as the season goes on, you can hear the voice changing. Oh no shit. Seasons go on, yeah. That's I just a, found that out recently. My cousin told me. That's a good uh,
0: that's a good voice actor, that kid.
1: Yeah, he's very good. He's sixteen now. So I guess the show kinda has a shelf life. Old enough to breed. <laughs> oh
0: God. Can you edit that out? Sure. Consider it edited. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, no, that yeah, he's he's really good. I mean, I would, I don't know. I did some acting. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say in college. Uh, basically, all I did in college was acting. I took two acting classes, and that was my whole college career. <laughs> um, but I would imagine voice acting is is much harder than than uh, live action acting because it you've got nothing to play off of. I know a lot of times voice acting is. Just you in a room, and the other actors aren't even there.
1: Actually, Adventure Time is is uh, recorded with everyone there at the same time, playing off of each other.
0: Oh, that's cool. I don't I don't know why they don't do that more. It seems well, not one only of the like reasons, it would save one money reasons, and time. But
1: one of the reasons they don't do that more is because a lot of uh, cartoons or animated productions use big star actors that don't have the time to make a schedule where they can be there with everybody else. So they just do them individually. So they don't have to worry about scheduling things.
0: Ah, That's kind of a load of shit though, isn't it? Because from what I hear, voice acting is super quick compared to, you know, filming a movie.
1: Right. But I think, I think one of the perks of, of doing an animated feature is you don't have to have the time. You can do it on your schedule. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Because Ray
1: Romano doesn't have to be there with the, (laughs) <laughs> Another actor I can't re- remember who might not be a convict. Dennis Leary. Oh, is he in those movies too? I was thinking of the guy that—that uh...
0: That fucking idiot. What's his name? John Leguizamo.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: they—they
1: they don't have to be in the same sound stage. Well, or... I
0: don't blame Ray Rom- Romano for not wanting to be on the same sound stage as John Leguizamo. He was okay
1: but... with being on the same sound stage with Peter Boyle. <laughs>
0: It was awesome.
1: I don't know why. I, I don't
0: either. I I was flabbergasted <laughs> by that remark because Peter Boyle was the shit. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> Maybe that dumb wife of his, who's all. I don't. I conservative dislike, Republican.
1: I don't. I did not. Oh, the wife of Ray Romano. Yeah. Well, she's she's funny at least. Her. She, she's a very funny actress. I was thinking of Peter Boyle's wife, who I don't find funny at all. I just find her annoying. Oh, on the show with. Doris yes. Roberts, is that Doris, Doris Roberts. Yeah, I
0: think you're supposed to find her annoying. Well, no, but she's
1: in other things. She was annoying in Remington Steel, and she ruined the entire show.
0: God damn it, dude. Can you turn <laughs> your devices off for one hour?
1: <laughs> That's the house phone. I have no control over that. <laughs> Don't you? What, what kind of man are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, this is a, a program I'm in. It's a... a I'm also a convict, and I have no control over the phone I'm sorry this.
0: it was your it was your ankle bracelet. I shouldn't have even <laughs> brought it up now. everybody knows your shame.
1: <laughs> I just am impressed by how much this microphone
0: can pick up yeah it, it imagine that a microphone that picks up noise <laughs> oh that that was a noise. I thought it was just a vibration oh man if I was much smarter I'd have had a comeback for that, <laughs> well, I'm done talking about the shows. How about you? Yeah, I think I'm done. Um, I don't know why I'm so uh fake surly today. <laughs> the spirit moved me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so you got anything going on that you want to talk about oh, i had
1: a I've had a very busy couple of weeks. I had a. I was involved in a wedding.
0: Oh yeah, how how did that go? You were best man, am I
1: right? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of a lot of great stuff happened, and I I gave a speech, and I only threw up three or four times during it. So I I consider that a success.
0: When you were describing um, graphic sex to the <laughs> to the couple, what to, what to expect on their wedding night? <laughs> yeah. That was
1: part of the speech, and the...
0: Wait, did you get nervous giving the speech? Really? Oh
1: yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that good at public speaking, but I. I was. I was glad I was able to do it. Well, you didn't, had... You weren't sober, or stone cold sober, were you? Oh, I made sure to be because I didn't want to make a
0: fool of myself. Oh, so well, it... that's that's your first mistake. First rule <laughs> of public speaking, Pat.
1: What's that? Get loaded. Okay, I'll do that next time. I had a, I had a speech written. I had notes. I didn't have it all written out, so I got through the beginning of the speech and I did pretty good. And then I was getting nervous at the end, so I just kind of zoomed through and I skipped a whole stuff. But it was fun. It was very interesting. You and skipped then everything
0: about the groom and just talked about the bride.
1: Yeah, you know, oh, or how beautiful she was and how she should have been mine. And it was a big hit. They asked me to
0: leave.
1: They asked me to leave when I was describing her breasts. But they asked but, you
0: nicely, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: of course, they let me take my wine. But oh. uh, and then this week I saw Bell
0: and Sebastian. That was oh, right. Wait. As good so, as always. Yeah, they're always good live. Um, very much more energetic and, uh, and fun than you would think from hearing their records. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very good live. And so Yola Tango opened for Bell and Sebastian?
1: Yes, they did. Wow, and, that is bizarre it was and that's they're touring they have i mean they have a few shows together so that's the regular thing and i i missed a lot of yolo Tango because it was an, a venue that it says it starts at eight o'clock and then usually it says that and they start at yeah. nine yeah so i got there like eight thirty around there and they are already started so i missed a few other songs but i it's a pretty neat place it's an outdoor venue so a lot of, a lot of what i missed i still got to hear because it was i was walking through the parking lot to get there so that was good and they played some good stuff but they ended you know how yola Tango, it seems like i don't know if this is true for all their cities but all their cities that i have there's one 14 minute jam song yeah like
0: i've it. seen yola Tango live quite a few times and they do like the jams they,
1: <laughs> so they ended with a a very extended jam and it was it was pretty good but it was it was also awesome because I don't know their names. There's three, three people in Yola or three people were on stage. And the one, the skinny guy was just going crazy. And it was awesome. (laughs) Like he was, he was spinning the guitar above his head as he played. And (laughs) it was really funny.
0: I'm sure he'll be happy. I'm sure the bass player will be happy that you referred to the other dude as the skinny guy.
1: (laughs) I can't, I can't help it. I only see shapes.
0: It's a, it's, it's a, it's a tragedy, really, is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I, you were born that way. <clears throat> and I don't try to change. No, well, why should you, Pat? I try so hard not to change, in fact. No, you, you bend like a reed. Exactly. In the wind. But don't change. No. that You don't offer resistance to what life throws at you. That's the surest way to uh, be killed in an auto accident. And growth, which, I, unlike you, I avoid. Yeah, well, I mean, you're much taller than I am, so I understand it. <laughs> so, how any any news to report on your end? No, uh, I mean, it's been it's been a bad couple weeks for uh, public transit out here. There was a uh, BART strike. If uh, if people don't know, it's Bay Area Rapid Transit. It's our uh, our subway system, basically. Uh, so that went on, which made it a nightmare uh i live in oakland and work in san francisco it made a nightmare to get into work um uh i saw that you talked to someone on facebook about taking a ferry did you do that i did not take the ferry that because the ferry well number one everybody else was taking the ferry as well so it would it would have been pointless but it's also uh double the cost of of the bus oh okay and uh i've got i do a, a thing through work where uh I've got a, a clipper card, which is, is basically a public transit card, uh, out here that I, I load every month, you know, uh, pre-tax, uh, a certain amount. So, uh, it was, I would have had to pay out of pocket, you know, if I would have taken the ferry. Oh, but the bus was part of the clipper but the bus, well, the ferry is too, but I would have run out really qu- a lot quicker. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and then there was of course the, uh, the plane crash at SFO. Uh, which, did you see the, the racist, uh... I don't news? understand
1: how that got on TV. No, you can if, describe it.
0: Yeah, if people don't know, KTVU, which is the local Fox, uh, network affiliate out here, broadcast the name of the pilots, which was a horribly racist joke that somebody played on them. Uh, apparently some intern at the NTSB gave them the names, and it was, uh, Names like We too low" and "holy fuck," and you know, just.
1: No, I, I from my understood they got a phone call with the information, and they claimed to call the NTCSB to confirm it, and they confirmed it. Right. But it I was, didn't.
0: It was some intern at the NTSB, I guess. But but the NTSB also said, you know, we don't give out pilots' names. And really, yeah. h- how is pilots' names news? Nobody gives a shit about that. It's a problem with the twenty four hour news cycle, and always. I mean when the plane crashed it was just anchors on air going uh because they yeah. had nothing to say. If you if it's if you don't have news, come back to us when you do.
1: And I don't I don't think I mind them like having a news report saying there's a crash, but I hate them wanting to be first. First being better than being true.
0: Being so accurate. The- yeah.
1: Yeah, accuracy seems like it should be it used to be more important but now with the 24 hours and everyone wanting to have their name first. So it's it, and I don't understand why nobody ever learns that being first isn't that important, but I'm it, not in
0: the news. It almost always backfires on you. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean I don't know. You know, uh my girlfriend is uh Chinese and it it's really I just notice in culture a lot like making fun of Asians seems harmless to people for whatever reason. You know, if it was like a black thing that they were making fun of, there would be outrage. But for so, like, even Stephen Colbert, who I like does his, does or did do like a, a stereotypical Asian voice and stuff. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. uh, eh, it's, it's really, annoying, well, I man. don't, you think there was there was outrage about this. Oh, there were, oh, total outrage. Okay. Well, yeah. There were a lot of people who thought it was funny. Um, but, you know, we. Well, I think, I think most racist things, a lot of people are going to consider them funny, <laughs> no matter what happens. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, a lot of people aren't, just aren't evolved, but it's, it's a thing, you know, it's like the same thing with, uh, with misogyny, you know, that, that people don't want to admit is going on or or the white privilege thing you know when you when you even mention white privilege you always get white people saying well i'm not rich you know how am i yeah (laughs) and saying that white privilege exists is not a direct attack on you it's basically a statement of fact just just like saying that we treat women like second-class citizens in a lot of ways you know (laughs) I, I don't know. People just love to feel victimized, especially when they're at the top of the food chain. Yeah. I don't understand it. There is white privilege. People who don't think there's white privilege have never met a black person and interacted with them in any meaningful way because if you have, you'd realize pretty quickly how different it is in this country. I Yeah, I agree.
1: I mean, there's... Yeah, I, I don't even want to talk about it.
0: No, I don't either. I, I don't. We should. Man, this took a turn for the, for the. Uh... I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to talk to
1: you. It Has nothing to do with the topic. I just, I just dislike you.
0: And, <laughs> and all I do is, is try to get <laughs> your love and affection, and that's how our relationship works.
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree. I just, it's just, it is, it's kind of, it, it's disheartening when, when people.
0: Yeah, it's, it's talk... very. Listen, man, you and I, I think, both know that we we benefit from being white middle class dudes. Right. That doesn't mean we're shitty people. We're not shitty people. And it doesn't mean you're a shitty person just because you're white. But, you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> there's nothing funny about this topic. <laughs> Let's move on to something else. <laughs> uh, well, here's mm. something else that's not funny during during the strike, there are a lot of people who were like... They even had somebody on the news who was like a teacher or something. and She was like, I'd love to be making what those part workers are making. Why can't oh, I just... hate that. The... Every strike that happens. Every strike. And people people complaining about, they should just fire them all. I need to get to work. Yeah, that, that's the point of a strike, dude, to make <laughs> things inconvenient for you. I that's... mean,
1: you're talking about the
0: inconvenience of the strike. Is it over now? it's it's uh, it's shelved. They went back to work but they haven't uh they haven't hammered out a contract that's acceptable to both when sides. When I was yet.
1: living in Santa Barbara, there was a transit strike in LA that lasted at least 2 months Jesus.
0: and it never it
1: never ended because the only people who use transit in LA are the poor the people. The poor, right. So it's so there was never there's never this rush to end it so you talk about being inconvenienced for a week that was the worst. i don't know if it was 2 months but it felt like 2 months because they talked about it for such a long time it just drove me crazy it's like L- that really sucks in LA it really sucks
0: that the only people nope, everyone drives in LA so well and i mean i think that's well that's a that's just one of the problems with our society anyway is that the first people to get fucked by anything are the poor who are already fucked Right. Um but yeah, the, you know, the you don't understand what a strike is for if you're complaining that that they're inconveniencing you. That's their that's how they <laughs> get leverage. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand siding with management. So, during the strike did you volunteer to run the trains? To to drive the uh, BART trains? Yeah. I didn't even volunteer. I just jumped in and did it. I mean, I didn't <laughs> yeah. let anybody on. Scab. It was just joyriding. Scab. You're not a scab if, if you're not serving the people, which <laughs> I wasn't. I was serving purely myself. <laughs> That's another podcast. And the rats on the train. It is. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we ended on a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else going on with you? I'm trying to think. Now, join the Y. Oh, that's... Oh, uh, How has how your exercise routines gone? It's good, but slow. Um, I'm, I'm a weakling. You know, for years, I, I thought... This is another one of those things where I'm like, I was an idiot last year. I'm like, exercise? Fuck that, man. I'm going to be fat and happy. <laughs> but I feel much better exercising. That's good. Much better uh, mentally and physically. I'm... I'm only doing about a half an hour at a time right now, but I'm trying not to feel bad about that because I know I'll oh. I'll keep working up, you know.
1: Yeah, and you you start with something that's that's good enough that you'll keep to
0: it. That's good. Yeah, do and you... I I I totally enjoy um when I see somebody waiting for the machine uh farting all over it right before I get <laughs> off. <laughs> and purposely not wiping it down. Purposely not wiping it down. Um I mean I I do wipe it down with my sweaty brow. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's what they meet, that they have in that's mind.
1: It's not, but it, I think that's a good policy. Uh, speaking of exercise, during that, uh, the wed- before the wedding there, they had something called a uh, – what do they call it? The Runaway Groom, which was a 5K. It was a, the the groom's first 5K he's ever run. And I went along with it, and I ran, but then I walked, and um, I think I died during it. But oh. it was enjoyable.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's too bad. I know – I know uh one of my most uh painful moments when was when I uh was killed in Nam. So I can feel for you dying on that run. Yeah. And then this
1: was uh just as eventful as as Nom, I'm sure. A a 5k through Penn State's campus is probably very similar to what happened in was the, it, in, the, in the in the shit.
0: Was it hilly and windy? Well, I mean, we're both in the shit in our own ways. <laughs> I I mean, I assume you literally no, shit was... yourself while you're running. <laughs>
1: It was actually a very cool thing. I didn't I didn't uh, train for it, so I wasn't able to run the whole thing. But I did ran about a mile, and I walked the rest of it, and everybody had a fun time. So it was really a, a fun enterprise. You finished it, though. I finished it, but, but yeah, you know, let's just say I finished it. <laughs> Hours after everybody else.
0: What does it matter?
1: <laughs> Afterwards, there was cookies. Uh,
0: that always cracks me up after you... Do some exercise. Well, let's make you fat again. <laughs> well, was, uh, was it like? Was it hilly and windy and stuff, or was it?
1: No, it was the person who put it together did an awesome job of making it very flat, and it was through campus. And I don't, uh, Penn State's a very nice campus, and it was it was not windy. It kind of just took regular turns. So yeah, it was nice. There was no, it wasn't very difficult.
0: Five k is what? Like three point one miles, something like that, that. Good. Yeah, you're like a human computer. Well, I used to. I used to run ten k's. Oh, excuse me. I, I was twice as good as you is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, more than twice because I didn't run it. I, I don't, Did I? Did I ever walk? No, I did run the whole. Yeah, so uh, let's say four times as good that's, as you. That's accurate. Yeah, we, yeah. I've met you. You are four times better than me. Better than I.
1: <laughs> better than I am. Oh, you're right. Shoot. It was only recently I found out how figured out how to to. Remember which is me and which is I.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's a, it, I figured out. Uh, I think probably an English teacher told me way way back, but it's like. Well, you
1: probably figured it out four times earlier than I did.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to come out and say it. You no, know, it's a it's a super simple trick. Yeah. That that makes total sense, and it like once you once you learn it, you're never gonna get it wrong, you know. But
1: I still got it wrong, so well, moving you know, on.
0: We all. <laughs> we all. Speak uh, in the vernacular at times.
1: <laughs> so let's talk. The next episode we're going to do, a, a,
0: yeah, a not, we, which not a historical one, and this is my fault, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, because last I think last episode we said what it was going to be, and it's not going to be that.
1: No, it's going to be Mike and Tom eat snacks versus Michael Showalter and Michael Ian Black talk topics.
0: Is that what it's called? Topics with Michael Ian Black and Michael uh, Showalter. Two podcasts, uh, two comedy podcasts. Um, unlike this one, that are quite funny. Yes. Oh, yes. This one's quite funny. What are? Yeah, the fact that it exists—that's funny. Oh, I, I agree. It is. It is like this is like a great cosmic joke. This co- podcast. <laughs> so that will be
1: the next episode, and that we will record in uh, three or four months. The interesting thing about the wedding is that the hotel it was held at, or not, it wasn't held there, but the, where, where people stayed it was called Nittany Line Inn. And it's – not only is it a hotel, but it's a, kind of a – oh, it's a wormhole. So you can walk into one room, and you will come out the other side of the hotel. And I saw someone from the 60s who was there. So it's a really neat. And I saw myself as
0: a youngster. Did you, did you give your young self any advice?
1: Yes. Don't come to this hotel. And he said, it's too late, and ran away. And
0: wow. I remember doing that. So it was a fun time. And not only did he stay – he also came back later as an adult, right, and I don't know who that is anymore. Oh, so sad. Uh, it's too bad you met someone from the sixties <laughs>
1: so many I'm, eras i I meant eighteen sixties
0: oh, much better. It was a slave owner i'm not I'm not commenting <laughs> any further on this story <laughs> uh, all right i I think that about does it I agree so until next time goodbye everybody namaste
2: shovel of faces love